With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Redtown Radio for this special edition as we talk tonight with Sarah Adams Cornell about Indigenous Peoples Day. Indigenous Peoples Day has become a movement across the United States and the early 1930s, Congress made the second Monday of October a federal holiday honoring Columbus. And in the last few years, beginning in 1990, when South Dakota renamed Columbus Day Native American Day, other states and other cities start making efforts to rename their days as well. So in the last couple of years, we've seen Albuquerque and Anadarko Portland, Oregon, St. Paul, Minnesota, Olympia, Washington, and several other cities starting to take up this movement. And last year, the Native American community in Oklahoma City attempted to have Oklahoma City recognize Indigenous Peoples Day with the lead by Sarah Adams Cornell, who's been very active in the community for several years, first with Idle No More and in the Land Run, and we had uh, Sarah to come on and talk about what their efforts are and how you can help to come with them on the 27th when they have to go back to the city council. But I wanted to just read you something about uh, the latest news that I, I can see on Twitter has been going around. Um, you know, October is just a few weeks away. And so it's really, if you want to have an Indigenous people say in your community, now is the time to start planning and trying to get on the agenda. The Indians are so naive and so free with their possessions that no one who has not witnessed them would believe it. When you ask for something they have, they never say no. To the contrary, they offer to share with anyone. They would make fine servants. With 50 men, we could subjugate them all and make them do whatever we want. And that is what Christopher Columbus Day said back in the days that he was uh, around here in Oklahoma. In San Antonio, the city council last year in 2015 voted to have Christopher Columbus recognition taken away and instead recognized the importance of many peoples and cultures that played a role in history and that would be the indigenous people. Um, we were really fairly surprised when Anna Darko, which is a big uh, place for Native Americans to pass a similar proclamation last year and naming Indigenous Peoples Day, the second day in, the second Monday in uh, October. So, you know, there's just been, I couldn't believe it when, when Anna Darko joined in with this movement, but we can't get Oklahoma City to, to do that for us. Um, there are 
um, other groups and other towns, uh, like I said, that have made this change. Seattle, above all, uh, has really had a hard time of it. Um, but, you know, we have uh, in Oklahoma the second largest population of Native Americans, and it's a shame that our capital city can't pause like the rest of the states have done and make Indigenous Peoples Day official. And so, you know, last year I think they barely um, got the vote against having Indigenous Peoples Day. And so this year, Sarah and her group are actually um, trying to get in on the council ahead of time. And you can join their activities by going to their Facebook page, which is IPDOKC, or uh, Oklahoma City Indigenous Live. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I think I might have said that uh, that that wrong. It is um, Indigenous People Say OKC. And so if you want to join in there on Facebook, um, I believe they also have a Twitter account. But I'll let Sarah tell you about how to find them and what you can do to help. Good evening, Hi, Brenda. Thank Thanks you so much. Absolutely. I a little bit of I gave a little bit of background about how you all are making a second attempt at this, but can you tell us what actually has, has progressed so far this year on the Indigenous yeah. People's Day movement? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, we are uh, we have a team of uh, Indigenous leaders that are helping to kind of plan the efforts for this uh, go-around. So we, we went about uh, this last year, as you know, um, to try to ask the um, City Council of Oklahoma City to um, to pass a resolution that would make the second Monday in October Indigenous Peoples Day, and so we uh, we did that last year. It did not pass, so we uh, we promised that we we would come back, which we 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 are. And the effort this time is a little bit different in that we are um, focusing our efforts uh, slightly in a slightly different way. We found last year, which is often the case, and I know you you will understand this completely, Brenda, you've you've done this for such a long time, is that anytime you start talking about genocide, uh, especially with non-native people, um, they tend to start shutting down and they stop listening. And, and we really found that to be the case this past year. Um, and so we're trying to take, uh, while we address the issue of Columbus and that the city of Oklahoma City doesn't recognize Columbus Day, uh, we're, we're taking the stand that Oklahoma City should have something to say about this. Um, and there isn't a, a good reason why we shouldn't have Indigenous Peoples Day. And so um, we are um, focusing on our, our efforts on really um, talking about all of uh, the indigenous people and tribes that make this city, Oklahoma City, as great as it is. And um, we're also talking about some of the possibilities, uh, even the the revenue that could be generated by having an indigenous people stay in Oklahoma City, what that might mean for some of our local businesses and, and an opportunity to really learn a more accurate education about uh, 
about those times in our history and about Indigenous people. So um, that's a little bit where we're focusing this year, um, but really trying to get a lot of support from our community and different organizations and and specifically non-Native groups and, and uh, entities who are also echoing that same message, that it's not just Native people that want to see this happen. It's, it's our whole city. So tell me about how you all were received when you showed up again this year. Was there anything outstanding or anything that, uh, you, that kind of made this trip different, or was it more of the same? Well, <laughs> it was actually kind of a kind of a, a tough meeting for us. Um, it was this past Tuesday um, on the 13th, and what happened is you have to get to the city council meeting early uh, to sign up to speak, which we did. And so I handed in all of these. There were about six of us there to speak, handed them all in together, and somehow they conveniently lost three of them, even though they were all handed in together. And so at the end of the meeting, only three of us had spoken, and it was kind of out of order, which is, you know, they're, it's up to them to decide who speaks first. But uh, they only took three of them, and then they really quickly adjourned for executive session, turned off the lights, and just they were out of there quickly. And and I <laughs> just had this dumbfounded look on my face because Johnny, Jay, Amanda, and I still had not spoken. And we I looked at, you know, Councilman Shadid, and he asked if we'd signed up. I said yes. And, you know, so then the hunt kind of started for, well, why, how did this happen? And, you know, somebody got blamed for it, and, uh, you know, oh, I'm very sorry. I don't know how these got left out. And so we had to wait an additional probably 20 minutes until the executive session was done. But the thing is, is that the whole gallery was clear at that point. You know, everybody had left. Um, Meg Salyer did not show back up um, to the uh, to the room to hear us at all. And that, to me, was a huge slap in the face. You know, if there, if there are people to be heard the least you can do. And we've waited over four hours at this point, you know, to be heard. Oh, wow. The least you can do is just come and hear us. You know, it's going to take a, a total of uh, nine, you know, nine minutes, right? So she didn't even come back in. And uh, they heard us, and that was it. So um, this effort, at least on the 27th, which is our next meeting, is really going to be um, – the point, the the place in, in all of this that we need a lot of help. Um, the last meeting was just to introduce it. We knew there would be no decisions being made. It was simply an introduction. But the 27th is our big day. So are you on the agenda on the 27th, or do you have to sign up again and show up early like, like you did this last time? We will have uh, we will be on the agenda on the 27th. Um, uh, uh, Councilmember Ed Shadid from Ward Two will be um, sponsoring this effort, and so it will be on the agenda. Um, but there will be a public hearing, so it'll be an opportunity for anyone, um, all over anywhere over the state, really. And they they mainly want to hear from people that are that live in Oklahoma City. That's who they care about most. But we have people coming from all over the state um, who, you know, are expressing an interest specifically because this is a capital of our state. And, and that really matters to see your capital city do something, um, you know, on a citywide level. 
Um, so uh, that's it starts at 8.30, but you have to show up before that. We usually ask people to come around 8.15 if they want to sign up because you do have to sign up to be heard um, on this on this agenda item. So would you like for people to show up in support and maybe have signs or anything or or are you just asking people to show up and come inside and support? What what is your preference if people do want to My do preference something? is is all of it. You know, I think that there are so many different ways um to to get to the end game, to get to your end result, and that all forms of advocacy are are welcome. Um, there are some of us that are, you know, some people who are more comfortable doing it a certain way, but I think they're all valid. And so signs, um, I don't know if they'll allow them inside or not. I think it's worth a try. Um, people coming to speak, especially if they're a part of an organization that would like to see this happen. And I'm hoping that we can get, a, um, you know, drummers outside again this year um, to to sing and have prayer, you know, um, outside the building uh, to uh, to also kind of enhance that effort. That would be great. Maybe I could um, make it, but as you said, some some of the um, council members really just want to serve or hear from people from Oklahoma City. Um, what was the ta- what was the attack that the that was made in Anadarko? I mentioned earlier in the show before you before I let you on that I was really shocked to see Anadarko make this resolution last year, and then Oklahoma City voted against it or didn't. I know. It. Yeah. No. Yeah. Absolutely. And we're seeing this effort happen across. Oklahoma and really across the nation, we're seeing a lot of cities and especially a ton of universities pass Indigenous Peoples Day. So yeah, Anadarko passed it last year, totally you know setting the setting the stage and setting the pace for all of our other cities to catch up, which is is great. I love that they set that bar. Um, we heard, I heard last. Let's see, I believe it was. It's been this past week. McAllister, Oklahoma, passed Indigenous Peoples Day. McAllister, why are we not wow. seeing this in Oklahoma City? It is, in, it's, it's incredible to me that they can pass it unanimously in these other cities, and Oklahoma City is still a split decision, you know, on the side of failure. Um, so they're seeing a lot of support in these other areas. They're seeing unanimous decisions. And so I think that that speaks very loudly. And while this is a federal holiday and a federal issue, and at some point we have to address it um, on a national level, I think it's important that we see these cities, especially those with high Native populations, really, um, really kind of show that effort first here so that we can take it to a national level. Um, and, and Oklahoma City is right there in the running. And considering there are so many tribes, the tribes are the you know biggest employers in the state and uh, generate the most revenue. It's it, it and they always care about money. Let's just be honest about that. They mm-hmm. care a whole lot about what the dollars are, what dollars are happening, coming in and going out. It just it boggles my mind. Um, and my real question is, why wouldn't you want to see Indigenous people stay? It gives us so many opportunities to do uh, lots of cool things, 
And there's no real reason um, not to. I've heard it's divisive, and I don't know for whom it's divisive other than Native people. We can't celebrate Columbus Day. Um, you know, and they, they always throw red earth at us. You know, well, what about red earth? <laughs> you have your day. And the idea that one day should be enough for us. Oh, well, you've got that, you know. That's the quota for Native people. You should only have one day. It's like, that's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> but they use, they use Red Earth against us a lot, which I think is really strange. Um, red Earth is great. You know, I'm not saying that Red Earth isn't a good thing, but there's no reason that we can't have Indigenous Peoples Day, too. I understand that. So I was, I was going to ask you, you know, what is the, the big block in the council that keeps this from happening. I mean, what when they're discussing it, is it is it that it's this divisive? I mean, mm-hmm. what's yeah, the reasoning? Had, that they, they they've said we've heard that it's divisive, um, which I think is ridiculous because in all of this work, we've not had one person come to a meeting and say, "I want to see. I don't want to see this happen because I really." appreciate Columbus Day. We've not had one person show up and, and, and express that sentiment, nor have we heard of anybody doing that. But I do know that uh, Councilwoman Salyer mentioned that she did have somebody call her office and say that they didn't want to see Indigenous people if they happen. But on the other side of that, and we had confirmation from her office that their office was being flooded with people who were advocating and asking her to pass Indigenous People's Day. Vote yes. So, you know, when you get down to it, um, I think we still have this racial divide in our city. And and we are seeing that um, they just don't care. To me, it feels like they just don't care enough about the indigenous community to pass to pass something like this. That they the other thing we've heard is that well, if we give this to you, then we're going to see a flood of other people come in, want to see a day for for something else. And my answer to that is, well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> so, so if we have a day for Indigenous people, should you know, and somebody else wants to see another group of people honored, why not? I mean, the council does it all the time. They they honor a different teacher every uh, every meeting, as they should. And so I don't think there's this, um, there should be this cap on on who we celebrate and and uh, groups of people that we celebrate when it's appropriate, and this is appropriate. So uh, we've also heard that, um, uh, let's see, oh, one of the council members mentioned something about, well, you know, my family fought in the Armenian War, and shouldn't we have an Armenian Day? And I thought, <laughs> and this was in another country, but, and I thought, well, Sure, but don't they? You know, so it's it's just where uh, we get with a lot of things that don't make a whole lot of sense. Wow. So, would it do any good for people to call or email the city council members, or or to show up, or or both? What, what? Absolutely, absolutely, and and I say absolutely to all of it. Um, if you can call, especially if you live in Oklahoma City, giving them a call. Uh, at their office, and we are, if you go to Live Indigenous OK on Facebook, it's L-I-V-E-I-N-D-I-G-E-N-O-U-S-O-K, then you will find our page, 
and we're going to uh, we have posted some information about the meetings and what time and what the address is, things like that. You can share those posts, and we'll also be posting the the phone numbers and email addresses to um, to those council members. That is phenomenal. It, that really does make a difference. Um, and also, Redirt Report, <laughs> excuse me, they've covered this story uh, that's also on the site. And those, um, those addresses, I believe, are, are actually in that article as well. So we'll, we'll be making them available in a number of ways. Coming to the meeting is absolutely, uh, half of these seats are going to be up for re-election very soon. And so it will, it will mean a great deal to those members who are up for election to see that uh, to see that room packed, and we really do want to see it packed. So um, even showing up, even if you you don't want to speak, you know, just your presence is important uh, to let them know that this matters. Mhm. And and it does. So as an alternative, is there something that the council can do? I mean. Obviously, the state of Oklahoma doesn't celebrate Columbus Day because state office been on that day. Is there something the city can do as an alternative that, I mean, say that, you know, what's the backup plan for for this if, right. if we yeah. can't get Indigenous People's Day? Well, what we've been talking about doing is, um, and really this was contingent on their, their guest vote, um, is to plan an Indigenous People's Day parade for Oklahoma City so that it's something that, uh, would would be a really exciting event in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. It would allow all of this, the tribes to come together and non-native uh, groups as well to participate and, and to see, to kind of hinge it around that and see where it goes as far as growth. And maybe we develop a festival. Maybe we have a um, some kind of an art market. It could, it could be anything. Um, but you know, we have mixed feelings from indigenous people to say, you know, one side says, well, you know, we don't need their approval to have an indigenous people's day events, which we don't. But on the other side, there's another group of people saying, we don't want to contribute more money to Oklahoma city if they're not going to recognize us. And I can understand that sentiment as well. Um, so, um, we're still in the works. Um, we, feel like there are some council members that are interested in a parade. Um, but, you know, we're still we're still kind of negotiating that and trying to figure out what might work. Um, um, a proclamation is something that's very, a lot easier to attain. But unfortunately, that's something that has to be renewed every year. So um, mm-hmm. it has fewer teeth than a resolution. And it would be nice to be able to to really... Uh, make a stand with a resolution. So uh, there, there, there are talks happening of you know, well, we could have a parade anyway, or we could do a, a um, proclamation. Um, so, and, and they always, the council has been very, very much wanting us to do this on a different day. Well, if you'll, if you'll make it on the day that Red Earth has their parade, or if you'll, if you'll do it on, uh, there's a, a worldwide Indigenous Peoples Day. Uh, then we'll do it then, just not on the second Monday in October. Mm-hmm. They don't like us choosing that day, which is Columbus Day. Oh, yeah. You know, and the other thing people might do is approach their tribe, their chairman or whoever, and ask them to send letters of support on behalf of the tribe or have their council 
pass something right. that they can send to the council uh, in support. Right. We have I think we've received last year. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say I can think of several shops right there in the area around Oklahoma City that might even show up in support. I don't know. Right. Yeah, and you we had, had uh, last year we had several letters come in from various tribes to say that they were in support. Um, I received a, a letter from our chief from the Choctaw Nation uh, in support of Indigenous Peoples Day and encouraging the council to adopt it. Um, and they changed it last year on their calendar and made the second Monday in October Indigenous Peoples Day, which a lot of tribes do. Um, we would love to see support from the Chickasaw Nation. They're a big, uh, they're a big tribe in Oklahoma City and doing a lot of things here. And uh, so we're hopeful that a lot of tribes will show up and and be able to make that case for us as well. So, do you want people to meet you? In a certain place or just come to, where, where are the city council chambers? Yeah, or, it's at 200 where, where North Walker. Yeah, it's 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 City Hall. So 200 North uh, North Walker in downtown Oklahoma City, and it's at, on the third floor. And you really can just come and sign up and show up. Uh, it's um, We've had, like, a few planning meetings, things like that happen. And, and that's just kind of make sure that we're all on the same page and we're, the ball is rolling. But there really isn't, um, you know, there isn't going to be a meeting ahead of time or anything like that. You just simply show up and, and either show your support by sitting and, and filling some space up in this council room or or by speaking. And both of those are very welcome. We are going to, you know, uh, uh, make suggestions on here are some topics that you might want to cover, here are some things that you might consider um, when you speak, but other than that, we really want people to to personalize that. Why did they want to see Indigenous Peoples Day in Oklahoma City? Why does it matter to them? Um, and uh, and and those are always the most compelling reasons um, for that that the council members should hear. They should hear their constituents constituents talk about what they want to happen because that's their job. This is their job to mm-hmm. hear from the people in their area. And to um, to support what they want to see happen in the city, and as you said, some of them will be coming up for re-election, and mm-hmm. that's one thing that we we need to get out our people to vote uh, in this upcoming election in in November yes. on November eighth. But um, so, what do you expect? You know, if they pass Indigenous Peoples Day, what what do you expect to come from that? I mean, is there some uh, other than, you know, the proclamation. I mean, like you said, there's going to be a culture, maybe tie into the museum eventually. Um, is that what you see your group doing and growing from this? Yeah, or are I you really just do. Wanting to get the day? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we're definitely interested in, um, you know, our priority is Indigenous Peoples Day right now. That's what we're focusing our efforts on. But Live Indigenous Okay really was born from this this movement to get Indigenous Peoples Day uh, solidified in Oklahoma City, but really that whenever we met together, oh, around the end of last year, um, the thought was, you know, and we had several pe- people approach us and say, man, this is great. There's so much unity and momentum among the Native people in our state for this. Why couldn't we work on other issues in Indian country, especially in Oklahoma, like this, why why can't we do it? And there's no, of course we can, you know, and we should, you know. And so that's how Live Indigenous kind of came to be 
and uh, we hope to lend our efforts and uh, to to other things happening in Indian country. And there's never, as you know, there's never a shortage uh, for work to be done. I so, know, unfortunately, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I would love to not have anything to do, but that I I don't see that happening anytime soon. So, um, we really want to, um, you know, I that this will be just be the first project that of many, hopefully that we'll see happen in Oklahoma and that we'll be able to help out on. So, yes, of course, we want to see this happen. We want to see Indigenous people stay happen, but um, that will not be the end of Live Indigenous. Okay, we're working on a. 501c3 and 4 because we really want to hold people accountable for the decisions, our elected officials accountable for their vote. We want to be able to tell people you know, come November and especially especially for our local elections that are so important to the people who live here that nobody shows up for. We want to remind them and say, do you remember how, uh, how Council Member McAtee voted on Indigenous People's uh-huh. Day. Do you remember how Meg Salyer voted on Indigenous People's Day? If that's the kind of leadership that you want to see, then, and, or if you want to see that change, then you need to take a look at their opponent. We want to be able to remind people, um, and we actually want to get involved in that process and go talk to the people that are running against them and say, how do you feel about Indigenous People's Day? How do you, how do you feel about the American Indian Cultural Center and Museum? How do you feel about... Uh, sovereignty of tribal nations and and really and really vet them ahead of time so that we can talk to our native people and say here's what we found out now go go vote and make a, an informed decision at the polls and uh, we want to be involved in that piece of it mm-hmm. well that's great Sarah I really appreciate you taking the time this evening and I'd really like to see not just native people but all all colors come together on this to try to get this change. So I encourage all of our non-Native friends and people of other cultures and races to join in this because it just takes one one small step for one for for one of us to to start making ripples. You know, absolutely. So every small absolutely. victory I counts. I appreciate that. Yes, it does count, and every voice counts. So I appreciate you having me on tonight, and 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 uh, really spreading the word about what's going to be happening on September 27th. And just one last plug, uh, September 27th, uh, 200 North Walker Avenue, third floor in Oklahoma City. Um, Sign up at 815 if you want to speak. Otherwise, the meeting starts at 830. And we usually, um, it's usually over by about 1130. If we have a lot of people sign up, then hopefully it will take longer. But um, uh, we encourage everybody to come out and and let them know that this matters. Thank you so much, Brenda, for having me on tonight. Thank you, Sarah. And I hope to see you on the 27th. Good luck. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.